who was sent out here to do a story? To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. In a city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to. I got some bad ideas in my head. I just. Cookies need love like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone commerce, education, and the. Uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> It's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to pop culture purgatory. Welcome back again to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Michael Deason. Christian Martins. Yeah, right. And we're talking about the second Candyman. Uh, Candyman Farewell to the Flash came out in 1995. Um, and we have a synopsis here. Uh, the Candyman arrives in New Orleans and sets his sights on a young woman whose family was ruined by the immortal killer years before. Now, I have to disagree with that. They ruined his life. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Quite the uh, <laughs> Right? But he lives in the mirror. You say his name five times, he's supposed to come. That's how he gets you. You guys don't really believe that, do you? There's no such thing as a candy man. Those three victims were John Doe's. What if it's true? What if the candy man does exist? What did you see that night? Ray's body was torn apart by something powerful. And it wasn't your brother. I'm gonna find out what happens. No! No! There are no monsters. You brought me here. And only God can save us. The terror in the mirror returns. Our journey begins. To avenge his name. Reveal his past and fulfill his destiny. What do you want from me? 
purpose of return, you know. In a motion picture that ends what the first one barely started. <laughs> Candyman, farewell to the flesh. Very there's, wrong, so much, there's so much to take into this one because this movie almost feels like a complete remake rather than a sequel. Aside from the opening parts, mm. it feels like the same plot kind of rehashed and just kind of made a little bit differently. You know, I, I mean? agree. I agree. It's like an but yeah, yeah, we'll get candy, into that. Man. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he took the act on the road. And he was like, all right, we're going back to New Orleans from Chicago and fucking we're going to go do it all up over there. Same shit. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like when you see two bands that'll make a music video for the same song just because they want two different ones. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it was yeah. okay, but you know what? <laughs> it's a little bit different this time. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I got to say, it's a, it's a uh, rare sober night on uh, in New Orleans in this movie. Uh, it's very quiet for the most part on the streets of Bourbon Street. <laughs> uh, nobody's out there at all. At, at all. And uh, I got to ask uh, so, to, to you, Tron, um, since you lived in New Orleans for a long time, have you ever seen the street so clean and clear and quiet? Absolutely not. Uh, literally, <laughs> on any given day of the week, right now, <clears throat> a hurricane couldn't stop a fucking party on Bourbon Street, dude. Like, no. there's <laughs> always people there every day of the week, and it's always a fucking riot every single night of the week. It, it's, it's nonstop, just ferris wheel dude. okay so, so so what you're telling me is that you cannot get up from a, a nightmare uh put on your fucking robe walk out on your balcony and have a nice sober <laughs> clear quiet silent night and sort of reflect on things on no this. and and nor okay. can you drive your car through a mardi gras parade happening <laughs> in fucking bourbon street <laughs> yeah dude, it also remind me of like when y'all bring this up when i watched banshee recently that that show Ooh, they have banshee. they have scenes in new orleans and there's no one on there. i remember that, yeah. like, all right what the fuck you know <laughs> i've been on, i've been there on slow parts of the year there's always people around you know yeah now, i'm interested to hear um so we, we see the credits, but now these are some aggressive credits, by the way. This pow, pow, pow. <laughs> and I was surprised that this is not produced by Artisan because Artisan it feels very much like an Artisan production movie, in my opinion. Um, they, they produce like, you know, Wishmaster 2 and Wishmaster it's like, 3. It's Polygram or something, right? It's Polygram, but like, Wish, but, but um, um, Artisan produced something this, that was straight to VHS back in the, in the day. And uh, Mike, you were saying that this possibly might have a short release or whatever in theaters uh, yes um i couldn't find the exact details on that but i remember reading uh one of the interviews on uh wikipedia trivia where the director was like it had a very much lim way more limited release than they were hoping for just because of the negative feedback it was already getting you know before hitting right. screens right <clears throat> now um uh Arson did a bunch of other straight to vhs stuff back in the day too but um i was surprised that this was not one of those things uh, but um, now this is what was a surprise to me, though. So in the credits, there are two story writers. There are two screenplay writers, but it says story by Clyde Barker. Now, I was like, OK, so Clyde Barker wrote the original short story. They don't oh, make yeah, it, so he'll it, still get that credit. Yeah. But I was wondering, though, did he write the story for this one, for this no. movie sequel? No, okay. actually, the, Check, the first. The first that they asked Bernard Rose to, to write us and they wanted him to do another sequel. Uh, Virginia Madsen was even involved in it. Uh, they, but hmm. he, he um, according according to Virginia Madsen, they originally wanted to do Candyman 2. But they didn't like his uh, Bernie's idea for the sequel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the new one, they you know, like like they kind of retcon his story, you know, like with him being a slave now, he's not educated and all this. And right. and Bernie right. wanted to kind of make him like an African American Dracula, and which oh. they thought was really appealing uh, because to the or you know or they hoped it would be to the African American community because they finally had their own like Dracula, like their own you know right. badass fucking right. villain like that, who's a poet, who's smart. Wasn't really. I mean, he's a monster, but he's more like a classical figure, is what she was saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what they wanted to do, but it was reject. It was it was going to be more of like a prequel, but that was rejected by the studio. Apparently, the only scene from Bernard Rose's script that made it into this movie is the opening with the professor and and talking about all that. The dialogue is different. And Bernard did- and Bernard Rose, Rose himself being that professor again from the first movie. So satisfying to watch that fucker die, dude. It's the same. Guy. It's the same guy. It's the, it's the writer yeah. director of the first movie. Yeah, the too. one we were talking about in the first. Yeah, because we were talking yeah, about that on the last guy. episode of just like oh, I can't wait to watch this fucker die. <laughs> <laughs> so true. What a, what an aggressive uh, uh, bartender! I've never seen I've never seen a bartender throw a man's head through <laughs> glass before. It was interesting. I was like, wow, this guy's he's taking no shits. No ticket. No ID. No ticket. Yeah. No ticket. Incredible. Um, this thing has, uh, and I, I'm sure maybe you guys will feel the same way I feel about it. But it, this movie definitely has a straight to VHS feel, and that's oh, not a, yeah. it's not a bad thing. But I mean, it still it still looks like a good. It still looks like a really nice, nicely filmed movie. But there are. There's certain things about the film that feel very straight to VHS sequel. The acting at times, man. The, the, yeah. the, the main actress, it felt like they tried to find like the antithesis of how good of an actress Virginia Madsen was mm. in the first one. Right. Like, uh, jackpot, <laughs> right. you know? Like, yeah, uh, yeah I wrote it, them like... Uh, I feel like, I, I, I hate to talk shit, but it just feels like she's just, I don't know, man, like some of the scenes between her and her mom like almost feel laughable when they're supposed to be heavily dramatic, you know? Right. Yeah. Kel- Kelly Rowan, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Rowan was that uh, she plays uh, uh, Peter Pan's mom in, in Hook. Um, she, Wait, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh Kelly, shit, Kelly that's right, um, that's right. She's all, she also plays one of the, the teachers in uh, One Eight Seven, uh, one of the prominent teachers that talks to Samuel Jackson, which I thought was kind of interesting. Which is this kind of the this is like the era of when like Dangerous Minds came out, which of course it was like Hollywood was just leaning heavy into like. Put the white girl with the bob haircut into like a bunch of hoodlums in school. <laughs> no, sure, sure, sure. How do we I have, reach these kids? <laughs> we have, even have a uh, daughter that looks like uh, uh, what's her name from uh, Poltergeist. Uh, I forget her name. Carol. Carol. Car- what's her name? Uh, oh God, I can't. Caroline. Caroline. Car- no. Not Caroline. It's uh, but like she looks like her, but her name is Caroline in this movie. How, uh, how do we but not know? Caroline. Caroline. Caroline, yeah, it's like, yeah, how did I know that? I heard it a billion times. In the a billion Jesus times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. in three, three, you hear it a lot. I like, that, <laughs> that's PTSD for you, boys. It's <laughs> 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 um, a brainwash. But, um, yeah, I wrote down like a, uh, sort of like a, uh, I wrote down Bobo sort of uh, 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 Virginia Madison, which means basically like a sort of a person that looks exactly the same. But I also wrote down like, it could have been Barbara Crampton. Looks very much like Barbara Crampton, too. And I, she's. Not an I interesting person at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also got to say, as a goatee sporting man, there were a disturbing amount of goatees in this movie. Oh, I understand sure. it was Talking 95. mid-90s, bro. Mid-90s. Oh, man, that's right in the I heart. Mean, that was one of the things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> we got Virginia Cartwright uh, from Alien in here. I think she's a really good actress. Uh, and she's a lot of fun, this being this weird drunk 
uh, mom with, I guess, that's full of cancer. I don't really know. They never talk about it very much. It's a but... big-ass fucking history, too, apparently. <laughs> and a big oh, yeah, history, dude. too. Um, Which have... I really don't know how much I like how they went that way with it, but whatever. We'll get to it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll say I'm not really that much of a fan of it, but, yeah. um, uh, we have, uh, Mark Clark who plays that fucking weird guy that shows, uh, uh, Angie, is it Angie or what is it? Annie? Annie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie, um, like the portraits and stuff like that and like the weird voodoo stuff in there. Um, he was, he was in Jeremiah, John, uh, Jeremiah Johnson. He's been back to the future three. He, he's the dude that gives, uh, he's the dude that gives, um, um, uh, Doc, the, the fucking wake up shot <laughs> at the end of the movie. Um, he's in uh, Outlaw Josie Wales. He's been a lot of stuff. He's been, he's uh, sort of a west. He's been a lot of westerns back in the day. But he's a really good actor. In a creepy fuck, by the way, he had that girl like like snort fucking like ice cream juice, ice uh, ice <laughs> oh, juice yeah. off her fucking off his fucking wrist and shit. It's weird. Which I liked a lot. That's probably my favorite part about the movie. But um, yeah. true to nature, man. There are some slimy fucking people in that city. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it fits the role. It does. It, tra- it does. It tracks for sure. But yeah, I actually liked his character Thibodeau, right? I like the yeah I Thibodeau. Like yeah, having Thibodeau. a character that runs a snow cone shop, which has got to be the least profitable fucking thing on earth. When you're surrounded <laughs> by like <laughs> shops and all, you know, everyone's out to get fucking blasted. Yeah. Hey, man, you can make your own ice, man. I mean, or you could go the Walter White method and make that ice, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Some roads Some are more profit- profit- than, profitable than others, yes. <laughs> it, it's interesting. There's a guy in here called uh, uh, Michael Colkin, and he's not related to I saw that. Any, any of the Colkins, but he looks like an old Colkin. I was going to say, he does look like a fucking old, I'd say old like Rory. <laughs> yeah, like a Rory. Yeah, like a Rory Colkin. Yeah. Uh, Candyman's got a new haircut in this movie. He's got a flat top, which is interesting. Um, and he does more graveling in this one. Like, he drags out Annie. 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 Yeah. Oh, man, it's fucking hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, Trent. I'm sorry. I'll just say this is one of the ones, like, I think Mike and I, and I think Jeremy, you two will all have the same fucking experience, but I think this is the one that we watch more than any other one. And as far as I knew, I always thought the entire backstory of K- Candyman was an actual New Orleans thing. And oh, I was wondering why. I was like, what I the fuck I is all the Chicago stuff? I agree. I think I may have seen this one first, honestly, on like HBO or something that my parents mm-hmm. had when I wasn't supposed to watch it back in the day. And then saw the original later. Yeah. I, specific, I specifically read this movie from, uh, from Hollywood Video several times. Right on. Like from back in like when it first was released back in the nineties, like hey, my par- my mom was really cool about about horror and all that, so I I read this thing. I saw this movie a lot, man. And yeah, um, actually going back to it now, it's like, whoa, like like I just I don't know what I saw. I mean, it's still <laughs> we'll get into it, but like, well, I mean, just, you know, we were so much younger then too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's this and like I forgot how much like of this movie is just a backstory for Candyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or now you can even go on IMDb. And he's—I don't think Tony, Tony Todd's even uh, labeled as Candyman. He's—he's—he's he's, he's labeled the character Riblet or whatever his name is uh, in the story. Daniel but something. Yeah, I can't remember. Daniel Ribolete or Ribolete or whatever. But like, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, something like yes. that. But it's interesting. Yes. But yeah, it's 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 very weird. Like the fact, like, all right, I don't I don't mean this in a bad way, but while watching, I was like. I don't think we need the Candyman too. I thought the Candy. I think Candyman was was, was a is a pretty perfect movie for the most part. 
Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't need a backstory like this. I think the backstory in the first one's really great, and that's all and you if, need. And, and if anything, it. if you were going to continue it, wouldn't it be with fucking Helen? Gonna, like, yeah, be yeah. Helen. Yeah. Yeah. She's basically, you know, candy bitch. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you feel angry, this way about, off, like I don't know, man. Well, Trevor says Helen five times as she comes back, but. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I love, I love that it's set in New Orleans. And now I, yeah. I also, I, um, w- once Tron told me he saw us a bunch of times back in the day, I was like, oh, shit, now that makes sense because the man lived in New Orleans for a long time. So he, obviously he's sort of he, he's sort of in that fucking, that groove of of, of that life in New Orleans. Uh, and But for me, it was just like a, a, a cool horror movie at the time. Uh, but I, I just thought it was a really cool place because I, I know uh, Clyde Barker's kind of obsessed with New Orleans and sort of that the voodoo and mm-hmm. sort of that backstory of what New Orleans it's, is. It's, and it's such that. a mysterious yet fun just atmosphere. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Yeah, dude, if you feel like there's no reason for this movie to come out, just think about how you're going to feel about three because I'm like, what <laughs> oh, the fuck? <laughs> we'll get into it, but yeah. Yeah. God damn. I, I can't even, I don't even know where you would go from where they left off. And I have not never I know, seen right? three. So we shall see, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like the, I, for us, it was always like everybody I knew, knew about Candyman. They all, it was like local legend shit, dude. Like wow. all the kids would talk about doing it, say it in the mirror. And I was like, I didn't know if it was a nationwide thing, but I didn't know if it was because the movie was set in new Orleans and everybody had seen the, the sequel. If that's, right. that's what stemmed from, but people take I'd it always heard seriously. Up, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. We're, we're, where it stemmed from, I always heard the Bloody Mary thing is what you would say in the mirror. That was before I'd even seen any of these movies, like an old, you know, fucking stupid wives tale or whatever. Right. <laughs> and that was well, kind of the that, first. That's Clyde Barker's thing, though. He, he, he created it off the sort of the religion of Bloody Mary. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, but I mean, I remember hearing that before I'd even seen, you know, or watched Candyman or any right. shit like that. Right. Um, but. Yeah, no, three, I, I still have never seen, so I'm interested to see where that goes. I think we're all in for a treat. We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Tron, let me ask you this. Um, were you part of the anti-propaganda uh, Candyman movement in New Orleans as well? Putting up I didn't know that was a thing, cross man. Out, <laughs> the cross-out cr- uh, hook hands on paper on the wall. Oh, yeah. like, what is this shit? I'm like, okay, this? look, dude, okay, look. I don't it's, know. it's a kid's thing, right? No adult is going to fucking Kinko's and printing out a thousand anti-hook. They <laughs> <laughs> might be. They might be. I, I hadn't seen any of them, or if, if they were up, the floods took them away at some point. <laughs> <laughs> when the that fucking whole city is a statue of defiance in the face of nature and common Seriously. sense, and will yeah. continue to be so. Always continue to be too. Yeah, I, I thought that was really odd to see. Like, um, obviously, they're pho- photographing real people on the street in New Orleans, and there's, like, these weird, like, you know, Kinko's copies of, like, crossed, with, like, hooks that are crossed, like, Ghostbuster style. I'm like, what is, what, what is this shit? You know? So shoehorned like, in, dude. It looks out of weird. place. Yeah, it just, it didn't, it didn't mesh at all. It's almost like Ian, like, I, like, Ian Rand or some shit, like, like, no, dystopian for, like, no music. Nobody else is music no more. Like, cross it out, it's done, put the fucking posters on the wall. It's ridiculous. I was like, I mean, is, is is this where people are right now with Candyman? Like they're ghost, they're like Ghostbusters for Candyman. Like I, it's so strange. I, I don't know. I'm also interested to see how they're they're going to take it with the new stuff coming up. The new one comes out tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Ooh. The new Candyman. Candyman, yeah. Well, I'd say uh, we talked about it last episode, but I'd say um, if it comes out tomorrow, then there's no reason for us not to talk about the remake or you says direct sequel. After we're done with three. So I think we should actually watch the, the remake sequel 
after three. I'm not sure if it's available. It may be on HBO Max. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was one of those movies. Um, But yeah, we'll figure it out and go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should definitely if we if this is in this time element here, this bubble. I think we should definitely talk about that one. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing it. So, me too, for sure. I hope I hope they stick with the original fucking storyline and drop the slave. I'm interested to see where it's gonna go. Yeah, I mean it's in Caprini Green again, so. I'm yeah. interested to see what it, it's supposed to be a direct sequel that, and it's actually going to be going to be set in 2019. So we'll see what mm. if that means anything in regards. To anything. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. So how do you all feel about the brother, the red-haired guy, red-haired oh, guy fucking, who looks I, like dude, um, Eric Stoltz? Ethan up, fucking Ethan, <laughs> fucking he Ethan. Can, <laughs> he looks like Eric Stoltz, right? From like the Fly yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he does. But man, like this is one of the most annoying. He he annoys me so much in this film. His I hate him. It's just so so bad. Oh, it's even his like, character. Oh, I, fucking I don't think I've ever been so happy to see a man get shot in the heart. In <laughs> great. I want to see him get shot in the heart, and then watch him watch the camera follow him down a flight of stairs until he breaks his fucking neck and dies. I'm like I hate this character. Like he's horrible. But yeah, everything yeah, no, he I, does. Is wrong. I agree. no go ahead, Chris. I agree. Oh, yeah, so every every move he's made so far, like throughout the entire movie, was always the dumbest decision. It was like I'm gonna right. agree for uh, yeah, I'll plead guilty to a murder I didn't commit <laughs> for seemingly no fucking reason. I'm gonna go <laughs> into the bar and start beating up some fucking he professor. This writer, yeah, I, I, he was so he just came out like like quote unquote candy man and it, it attacks this guy and then the bartender throws his fucking head through a pane of glass <laughs> fuck out of here fuck like, that's gonna happen man right. i hate him I, I don't like him at all he's a he's a really he's a terrible character and uh for the longest time i thought he was just like wearing like regular clothes but for some reason i guess in new orleans like purple drum suits cool like for prison, <laughs> and like I, I, you know, I, you, once we find out more down in the movie down the line, I understand why he was being so crazy because he's, you know, right. supposed to be going after this mystery involving his father. But man, he did not fucking convey that well at all. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> at all, at all. And talk about a shit approach, man. Jesus, yikes! Yeah, big big time yikes. Uh, I was also questioning. Um, I got to find his name here. Uh, Stephen Weber slash. Um, uh, shitty comedian from the 90s uh, Don't know his name here But I'm just looking through IMDb to find the guy Who who eventually you find out Is, is uh, what's her name's husband uh, Annie's husband And I was like who is this guy And then like you, they don't tell you But then he makes out with her at the at the restaurant I'm like oh this is her husband I thought it was like a family oh, friend Like an uncle or some shit I'm like oh right. oh oh alright Great <laughs> okay. Wait, I thought Annie's husband was the Ellis DeWald guy yeah, right, right. I thought I was confused. They don't like set things up so you can kind of like slowly piece things together. No, this guy just seems really friendly with the mom, and I thought like, oh, this is like an old friend, uh, old family friend. And yeah, I thought it, so too. Because he's getting her coffee, it. right? And she's like, yeah. oh, you sweetheart, thanks. Oh shit, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you get this really bad like uh, New Orleans accent, and then oh, all of a sudden like it's gone. Man. It's gone. Yeah, <laughs> too, 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 too. yeah I think he poured it on so thick at the start or something. Sorry. Uh, oh, do you right? What's this guy's name? What's his name here? Timothy Carhart. I'm pretty is sure. He, he, he doesn't have a picture, so I'm not sure. Um, no, he's like the fuck. If you're on IMDb, he's like the uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Paul McKeever. Right before oh. Veronica oh. Cartwright. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we also have. I feel like uh, he was on screen quite a bit. I guess he. Uh, 
I guess because they iced him early, so. <laughs> iced yeah, him. no, he, dude, um, he goes down so fucking fast. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I, I do like uh, that David Gillianopoulos, who plays uh, Detective Ray, last Kez or K, whatever. Oh, Giannopoulos, yeah, Giannopoulos. Yeah, he, yeah man. He's, like a, he's like a weird, like, uh, David Boreanaz doppelganger, right. too. Like, That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> fucking yeah. Angel? You a stuntman? Angel? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I think I found one of my favorite fucking IMDb uh, credits. Uh, Anthony Michael Frederick, naked man, uncredited. <laughs> wow. They couldn't label my dog. <laughs> Uncredited too. Damn, dude. That is brutal. His peace um, game was weak that day, dude. He should have brought something to get credited for. <laughs> how about that? How about the, the scene? So, like, um, so Annie and and her her husband go to the old family house. Um, there's, the gates oh. are wide open, just welcoming homeless and home. All the homeless can come in and just take care of this fucking property. Uh. And he's like, pulls out a fucking old ninety self, and he's like. Just in case. I'm like, well, you bring a gun. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> cell phone? Like, what the fuck is this? Cool, man. <laughs> cool, man. And he holds, like, I, I have a problem with somebody with, they, they hold the cell phone the whole time. He holds the cell phone, like, the majority so of the times inside of the, the house. I Dude, I mean, there's so many problems I have with this movie. And, like, it, like they retcon his entire fucking story from the first one. And I don't like right. it. Like, I don't, I they, they make drastic changes, which I just don't fucking agree with. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> you do get oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Matt Clark, uh, mm, the the, yes. the guy with the snow cones, like that whole scene. Getting yeah, the snow, snow cone cones, guy, that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I do like him being in the movie, but it just changes this shit so much. Like, I have so many mixed feelings about the direction they took with all of this. Well, it, it, besides even that, though, all of a sudden, like the the detectives are just <laughs> following this lady now. Like, I, yeah. how? What? What? Why? Like, do we? What happened to get them to this point? At the well, because her, her brothers—they think you know her brothers like, like he's been the under killer. the eye of. Well, I, I know he's been under the eye of you know for a while, but they don't think he's a killer until a little bit later. I think um, well, until, until yeah. he gets lifted up through his fucking spinal cord and split in half for the or well, the detective does and fucking video cam. Yeah, no, they handled <laughs> that so well. Like, oh yeah, it just looked like uh, like the the detective that saw it too wasn't just like. Oh, I just witnessed a supernatural death. This should be worldwide <laughs> news. It's just like calmly telling fucking uh, Anne, Annie that just like, oh, yeah. So it looked like it was something strong but, but invisible and tore it in half. And yeah. I kind of like that at the same time because you always expect if they're going to see that, they're still like in movies. I would expect them still to be like, I don't know what the fuck happened. You're still going fucking downtown, son. You know, like all yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. And, I, but I, they I did, liked it too. Do that. I liked it too. Yeah. I, that was like the one little thing. I was like, all right, that's okay. <laughs> that's just, yeah, you got the smoking gun there, and dude. The, like, and don't get me wrong. This movie is gory as fuck. And like, they, they kill is, everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, th like, I feel like even though the first one is far more tension filled and much just better. Well done. I think they just kill way more people in this one. <laughs> like, right. God. Right. Yeah. But I do feel like every death is exactly the same. It's the, the hook through the gut and then the lift. Right. Yeah. Come up, I feel sure. like there's more variety on the deaths in the first one. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. Yeah. I, all right. Here's my ultimate question. You guys ready for this? Let's do oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. So why would a white, rich, slaver of 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 a plantation hire a black man to do portraits of his white daughter? Why? I mean, <laughs> tell me why. I I don't know. I I still don't. I, I'm still. I, I, I don't mean, that makes it. 
does it doesn't make I mean it makes kind of sense to me if he if he was good and they're like well shit I don't have to pay him for it like <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna pay him for it like they're gonna whip him and shit like you do it now or you're fucking dead like it, come on I don't, know. Oh. I don't know I don't know it's the ultimate that's, question I don't know that's I don't where know. they went cheap <laughs> it was on the portraits the thing right. that immortalizes them I I just don't and that the mirror looks like a mirror from like Never any story two or some shit with the snake handle. It's like it's really goofy looking and yeah, but, I no, mean, I thought that too. And it's so uh, small. It's like I, I was expecting like some Oculus type fucking massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Nah, nah. And understand the purpose of building tension, but the amount of time it took between her getting into that slave shack and getting to the mirror and going to break it <laughs> was fucking unnerving, dude. Literally. <laughs> Like she is doing the slowest walk of all time. And there's like a full solid minute and a half where she sees the mirror and it's right. just slowly going to approach this thing. I'd be like throwing fucking rocks across the room at it, dude. It, oh, I also questioned like, does did dad know there were like skeletons like perched like fucking <laughs> Spider-Man in corners of the fucking wall? Like that's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. I mean, what the fuck is going on here, man? Why this why hasn't this been fucking demolished? Good God. Why did he turn his shit down? I don't it's it. some archaeologists for Christ's sakes. This, this, I mean, this is this is either pol poltergeist or the next Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my other ultimate question is, uh, maybe not a question, more like a statement. Um, ah, the 90s, huh? It's, a lot, it's, a, it's the 90s. It's so hardcore. Anne, Annie, wow. I have, that's a 90s woman right there, man. Yeah, and it felt like Carol Ann and like just Annie, 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 you okay? Annie. No, I'm okay. Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Seriously. And I agree, she's so Americanized in the 90s. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, 100%. This, I mean, this is smack dab in the middle of the 90s. Like, this is when we were, you know, full bore it was happening. But the whole thing was, I did, okay, so I think maybe this rewatch kind of helped clarify things. For some reason, I felt like it was, like when I watched it as a kid, that there was some romantic interest between him and Annie. And that's the, weird. Who, who, well, I mean, that's Danny the Man thing. or the boy? There was, Danny that's Man. The, oh. Well, because that's the thing. that There was one between him and, like, no matter, you know, Virginia Madsen's care, Helen was, you know, still entranced by him because he's more of like a fan of the opera type you know and, sure. but it, it does not come across that way in this one it's not it's or at least it's not as well acted as it was in the first one she is literally mm -hmm. i guess the hypnotism worked she was like literally <laughs> in, entranced you know and yeah you don't really kind of the main actress i'm not trying to talk She's not that good, man. There, oh, there are no. times just like, oh god, the fight scenes when you heard her, her and her mom. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. trying really to fill rough. Virginia Madsen's shoes though is a fucking exactly. Task. But she's exactly. still, it's, it's for, that's one thing not going in her favor. Her acting is the other thing not going in her favor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they do a similar thing, like sort of like what uh, I think we're all on board for. And Mike has said it just now, said it uh, recently, but like. The whole like it's the same story, but they sort of reconstruct it. Now we have the brother who's held in custody because he killed he quote unquote killed somebody mm. and he believes in the candy man. We have uh we have his sister not believing in candy man, but now now to make it more convoluted, we have the dad who believed in the candy man, and we have the, the mother who does believe that something is wrong here and believes that there is a candy man but only because there's a history there and she won't tell anybody about it. And yeah. it's all convoluted. 
because it is it's it's very convoluted well, that's and, what uh, I understood. They they try to shoehorn it into a modern kind of, um, I guess you know, ties you know with with family members and people in the movie. And I don't think that was necess- necessary. Like no. you know, you just could have kind of kept it the right. kind of same idea with the movie as it always had been, and just kind of ran with it from there. And then on top of that, you have a a, a, a disc jockey the whole time talking every fucking scene. Of, I was like, oh, it's really shoot fucking me in the annoying. fucking head, shoot me in the head. I want to die. I like, hate that. Me. So the kingfish, oh. they do that <laughs> shit in so, so many. Like it's, it felt like he was uh, doing slam poetry, dude. Like it's one of those things. It's like <laughs> shut the fuck up. For right, some reason, yeah. every time there's a movie about New Orleans, they feel the need to do this kind of shit. I this is the first movie that that's done it. I've seen this shit in so many movies at New Orleans, and it's that voiceover, like ah, just keeping it sharp out there, man, on the streets, and you know. And all you got is like the the, the hi hat going. you know it's like it's always the same same fucking shit uh and it's so pretentious it is it it is man and it's just like this like uh you know oh so look at the king man here he's you know whatever like like he's eating this get fat get sexy get horny whatever the king man says so do you see the king you see king man he like this is he's like he's like a fucking neck beard like yeah yeah like this the guy like holy shit like what the fuck's this guy at the end that's that's where you finally hear the subtitle part of the movie oh i hope you had a good time with the farewell from the flesh i was like like oh fuck off jesus christ after oh god but but no i i think my biggest you know i know i've kind of said this already my biggest problem is how much they just changed the entire story of Candyman. like mm-hmm. from the original one to this one they really fucking change it all he's you know he's not an, you know he's not a slave he's he's educated artiste yeah exactly mm-hmm. and but in this one they just kind of changed the whole thing which i didn't really understand uh, Tony Todd is still just fucking great as he's always. He's still great. Like, no matter he's what. He's still great. Yeah, he's still great. Yeah. Um, I, there are, now, I, I, I'm not taking a total, I'm taking a total, like, you know, uh, watery sort of beer dump on this whole thing. But, like, I, I the, those the kills are awesome. Those yeah. paintings in that fucking attic are amazing. Like, the, the ones that, like, that the, the show has, so him, like, being sung by bees. And there's another section where, like, sort of like how the roof is built. Like, there's like sections of the roof that's built, and like, but also sections of like how he died are really good. And I think um, the stuff that was filmed for like uh, for background stuff, mm-hmm. it's really good too. Um, that, that stuff is really good. I think. And besides, I think besides, the, besides the bees coming in, it's, it's pretty rough. But <laughs> I mean, there's a, a lot of good stuff though in that uh, in that background, like the song of the hand and the whole right. coming up with the sweets to the sweet and the the, uh, the Candyman stuff. I think all that stuff works really well. I think it looks really good. I think it's filmed well. I think it's acted really well because you hate all those fucking people that are, t- are saying shit about him while he's being held down and, and dying. I think all that stuff's really good. Um, I just don't like Candyman being tr- his soul being trapped in a fucking mirror, and Candyman being fucking slighted by a fucking tidal wave of, of water. Like he, gets, yeah, <laughs> he gets taken out by fucking water. And, yeah, like and two right, foot deep water like, swelling in, and he's I, just like my legs, my vapors, and she collapses. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're like, all right. So what happened at the end of the last movie? All right, so, so they are consumed in a big fucking bonfire. What's the opposite of that? Fucking water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, drown him in the fucking poltergeist house and it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's 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 just strange. I mean I like I like all the kid actors. I like um 
I like the idea of Andy being uh, 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 this sort of like it, it again. It's like Tron talks about, but we also kind of all came to this conclusion too while watching this because it's just that time. But and it, even the one eight seven time, which is interesting that uh, the the actor actress uh, Annie was also in one eight seven. It was just that time of like these privileged white women or privileged white dudes or whatever coming into a a, a high school and trying to fix things. Yeah, but right. I good do, times for Coolio, man. Good fucking right. times. <laughs> right. right, but I like I like that it's a, it's a, it's a it's a school for the, whatever class she teaches is for for being an artist. And I like that. That's that's interesting. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. And I also like that. Uh, Aunt, uh, is it Anthony? I forget his name, but like the 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 um, uh, the the main character, uh, the the main student in there, yeah. whatever that, that goes missing Anthony. right towards the end. Yeah, but I like that he's got like a shrine. He's he's he, they call it the artist his artist room or his art room, and he's got really great art in there. And I love again. I think me and Mike have talked about it before. Uh, we talked about a Velcro movie a while back called uh, "Kill Me Again." Uh, uh, du- uh, Nun, uh, I think is his last Bill name. Bill yeah, I, he's a he's a really great actor, and I think oh, him. He's, he's in Sister the pastor, river. He's a yeah, the the yeah, the cop from uh, preacher, uh, sister act. I think he's a great actor, and he's great in this too, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's awesome. Me too. Well, I think they have a great cast for the most part. Don't get me wrong. They, or, or they have so many fucking just sleepers, you know, like sleeper fucking awesome actresses. The right. mom is a great fucking actress. You know, yeah, Ver- yeah Veronica Cartwright, yeah, from Alien. Yeah, yeah. Annie, not so much. Um, nope. <laughs> but yeah, no. at least not in this film. And I, I like, I really hate saying that, but you, like, some of those scenes are just like. I almost feel like, come on, like, is like, hey, you fucking with me, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to do any reshoots on that. Like, they, they settled on that was it. That was our take. Let's go move on, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and right. fair enough. But I, I have to agree that like, there, there's a lot about. I, I don't think it's as bad as a sequel as it's kind of been given. You know what I mean? Like, everyone thinks it's like complete shit, and I don't think it really is. It's I don't just think so it is weirdly put together. I, I feel like I feel like if you had a better editor for this movie, it would have been a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I could well, see we that got, for sure. I, I think we got we what, for, for, well one of the one of the out of other things that I don't really like about this movie is that this movie decides to be the jump scare movie. Everything's a jump uh, scare. Yeah. We, we got a yeah. jump scare half. half we, we got a jump scare every fucking mile to the fucking minute. It's it's in, it's insane. And none of them land. Even, At least for yeah. me, not a single one landed. It was none all of them like, land. I was none just like, land. ah, yeah, okay, I know what you're trying to do. This is not. And you see it coming from a mile away. It's from like a mile even, away. even like yeah. the, the in the setups with the kid in the classroom with her, and she's like, <gasps> oh hey, it's okay. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like places it shouldn't happen, dude. Like yeah. His, the mom is like walking up behind her and very clearly invisibly. She, it's just her mom. And it's like, yep, just those two in there. And she walks up just to say hi. And just like, oh, jump scare music. Fucking. <laughs> I think one of the worst. I think one of the worst ones is when, that, uh, when the student is painting on the mirror and they get freaked out because it's a black man in the mirror. And I'm like, come on. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, fuck out of here. Oh, kitty man's black. And they got a black fucking teacher who's like totally for you, that, for you, uh, for you, Annie. Like, but like, he's a black guy and they get scared from it. But they're just uh, genuinely scared because it's deeply it's, rooted in racism. It's, it's rough. Right? It's rough. Oh, a black person. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
Oh, what do you what do you paint on mirrors? Because mirrors can always be there. You you can't you know, but but what you can paint on paper because you can take them home. Well, mirrors will always be here no matter what. I mean, that's not that's bullshit because you can we can destroy a mirror. So yeah, like, half the movies destroy mirrors. I have no idea. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have lots of mirrors. And I, I agree with what you were saying. It's like how is this spirit just contained to a mirror now? Like just based uh, on the first movie, that that makes no fucking sense. Doesn't. It and I and I really hate the direction they took that. Um, at least in this one, it, it, you know, God only knows what's gonna happen in part three. <laughs> what are they gonna are they Who gonna knows? do some bullshit like yeah. we took the mirror and melted it back together to make another mirror? <laughs> this is where his soul is now. Reca- it's gonna be some bullshit. Just watch, dude. It's Just watch one. how they're gonna bullshit steamroll over explaining why this is he's back. Just wait, dude. Or <laughs> or even not even T one thousand shit. Like, nah, he's too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he melds back together after being melted. So, were those out. Chucky things where there's a drop of blood in the plastic and it goes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, in Child's Play 3. Yeah, yeah man. I'll, I'll melt it back together and hey. Seriously. <laughs> now, we'll say, though, if you guys want to check this out, I think the the Chucky I, the, the Chucky show, the first episode's on YouTube. It's actually really oh. good. So I, I've been hearing good things. Yeah. yeah I, I, shit, I meant to text you both. I saw like a. a preview before when i was watching something on hulu with with the ad and like i was like oh, oh holy shit i was like this doesn't look that bad <laughs> like well, I'm, it was I'm, like you know like a 30 minute ad but or a 30 right. second ad well uh uh mancini who uh who created child's play and chucky and he wrote all the movies and he directed some of them um he sold the guy who's writing this stuff um, and he's an openly gay man and there's a lot of stuff in here uh that we had a discussion about with Bryce after we watched it, it was, it was really good. Like the fact that he can see certain things in this show and he, they're in middle school too, which Bryce is in middle school. And it was really cool to watch a bunch of people in middle school, uh, go through these things, even though they don't look like they're in middle school at all, but right. it was really cool to see that. And it's very, um, opening and, and very nice to discuss. If you have kids, you can do it, but I think you guys really like it either way. Cause I think it's really well done. So, um, so it's it's good for kids. What the fuck? What sh- what what station is this on? Uh, it's on USA. No, Sci-Fi. It's on Sci-Fi. Oh, really interesting. I, well, I can't <clears throat> tell you it's good for kids, but in a weird way. No, no, no that's not what it, I, I'm just yeah. Right, right. But I think it opens up a lot of the um, since it's been written by a, an openly gay man. I think there's a lot of things there that he brings to the foresight. As you know, Bryce is eleven. He's eleven years old, and there's things in here that. I, it's, I would never tell, lie to you guys, but like it's interesting. There are a lot of things in here. He probably doesn't understand what's happening in middle school, but he's yeah. heard about it a lot, and we get to have a conversation about it. It's from a fucking Chucky show. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. So, but, it's unexpected, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very unexpected, but it's very cool, and we get to talk about a lot of things, and it was it was very satisfying and very eye-opening, and it was really cool to talk about. And it all comes from nice, a Chucky yeah. show. So, well, what can you do? And good acting. And also, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Shawa, whatever. His, I forget. I forget his first name. But the guy from the guy from the first Final uh, Final Destination movie, in Idle Hands. He's like the dad in the movie. So, um, you guys, remember that guy? Oh, I, Devin Sawa. Devin, Devin Sawa. Sawa. Yeah, great. Good actor. Uh, he's great in this too. He's he plays uh, two characters. And he's he's a really good actor, man. He's, he's paranoid. Paranoid is still trying to get that son of a bitch. Okay, <laughs> you know, coming against you, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, flagpole sitter. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> <Hell> yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, I 
Okay, so, okay. <sighs> All right. Well, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure, because on the IMDb it says that Philip Glass, Glass wrote this, this score for this, but I, I, I don't really truly believe that. I think they yeah. took Philip Glass's score, and then somebody came in and wrote some other stuff, which is not good. There's a piano piece at the end I know for sure sounds like Philip Glass, but for the majority well, a lot of, of the rest, so, there's a lot of Philip Glass in here. But I think there's some stuff where like people open doors up and it's like it's a it sounds like it's like it doesn't sound like <laughs> Philip Glass. It's like what right. is who wrote this? I'm he sure. is the composer for this film, and he actually got a he he was like one of the highest praises for this entire shit show for the most wow. part. Like <laughs> like, well, right. like even like he like like even like you know you know critics gave in my opinion, fair negative responses, but they didn't give him any kind of, and I agree with you, like it didn't sound as good, but his keys are still there and like all, all the main themes and stuff. I think the score is the, by far the best part of this movie, though I know that doesn't say a lot, but it's still fucking great. And yeah, it's, he is, you know, he is listed as the one and only composer. Interesting. Uh, well, I, uh, there's another uh, positive uh, positive thing I can say about this movie is that uh, we have two homeless guys in the old house, Annie's old house. Um, there are two guys that are like, they're fine. They're, they're kind of your regular homeless looking dudes, but they have this scary homeless guy. And he oh. looks really, he looks like really good. <laughs> he got, like, Super really intense, intense dude. He looks yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> the first one that comes to I like him quite a bit. He's got yellow, he got this scary yellow teeth, and he's got like these wide fucking crack eyes, and he's fucking like he's there, but he's fucking. <laughs> they look like they're Ready just go. <laughs> walked in on a hobo orgy, dude. Close the door, you're letting the stink out. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like a Radiohead song. Don't let the stink out. Oh, um, I think all the stuff in the attic looks really great. There's a scene where uh, the the where Annie walks down, uh, walks up to the attic, and uh, well, no, walks up and then walks down a, a sort of short flight of stairs, but it looks like a throat. That looks really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that attic. shot. So, is it the hobos that are keeping all those candles lit up there? Like, uh... I, I I got a lot of questions about that stuff too. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there there's a lot of stuff that. Well, I I mean. I'll, I'll even mention this. There's stuff in, in the new Jay's Bond that I question a lot with candles. I'm like, I don't oh, think any Jesus of this stuff. It, it's there. I don't know. But um, the, this the, the skulls with like candles in them. Uh, this is fa- like I, I I asked Joanna. I was like, these artists are fantastic. I'm surprised they went here to this weird old house with f- full of hobos and like painted some sort of really classic pieces. Uh, better than the actual piece that was created that was of um, Annie's uh, great-great-grandmother or whatever. Um, by Candyman himself. There's better pieces done on these fucking uh, heroin-addicted needle fucking fucking, <laughs> fucking right. genetics. And, and now, so now he's there. a slave who's now an artist again somehow, but like, <laughs> right. like right. man, they just retconned and refucked the whole story. <laughs> I understand why he destroyed his own painting. But it is too. powerful. I, it's very, yeah, I know. Well, Right, makes no fucking sense. But yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. I do love uh, how redhead, uh, redhead, red beard guy, uh, uh, brother of Annie, uh, mm-hmm. throws an ashtray into the uh, sort of the the glass, the mirror, the mirror where the detectives are in there, and yeah. 
He's got some fantastic jazz hands when the glass hits. He's like, wow. Talk about getting yeeted into the fucking next next world. No shit, dude. <laughs> he freaks out in a, an amazing way. It's incredible. Like, wow, this guy's. And I love it. I, 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 um, I love it. The detectives in this movie are some of the worst detectives I've seen in a long time. And I've oh, seen yeah. some pretty fucking bad movies. Um, I'm, I'm right now. I, I just uh, I'm pretty close to finishing uh, uh, Strange Land by the the D. Snyder uh, pile of shit from the '90s. But those, I thought those detectives were bad. These detectives were terrible. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, there's a point where in the movie where the one detective, the lady detective, says like, like, well, I guess I get, I guess I get to go to Mardi Gras with my husband after all. It's like, why? Oh, because like, this guy just seems like he's a murderer. And it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Fuck. He's, Don't yeah, do any extra work. He's a, he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, egregious police work in this fucking film for sure, dude. And the detective too, like, felt like she played no fucking. They made her seem like she's going to be a major role in the movie or important in any kind of way in the movie. And they poke her in to the film enough times to be like, okay, she's going to have an impact on what happens. And literally, with that scene in the hallway happens, and we never see her again. So it's just nope. like. That, yeah, that, no. That's a loose end that uh, there's no explanation on why they decided to bring that detective and focus on her. Yeah, that, that made no sense. Like, she's literally just to watch the cam and that's it. And they reported to her and, okay, run away now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this character served its purpose. All that was that. it. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> No, no but I, 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 do, I, I don't want you to bring you, I don't want to bring you in and like protect you. Just, just run away. Run away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I do love like as much as I I still don't like how they kind of changed everything about the kind of not everything but the majority of the backstory with him. Um, I still that sequence is burned in my head. That was kind of the first like Candyman. I I, I know I oh, saw too. this before I saw the first movie, and mm. so this was kind of like I remember him with the fucking cut hand and the bees like. Right, just right. covering him with all the bites and every fucking thing. That was like my first literal in- introduction to this whole kind of series. And yeah. Fuck, that yeah. shit is brutal. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was mine too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that, like you said, decent, that shit burned in my fucking head. And so much so that even though I hadn't seen this movie in probably 20 years, it was still like, I remember he was running through that field. I remember exactly what it looked like. Same. I remember what the saw Same. the saw looked like. I remember every fucking bit of it. And every time they were teasing it throughout, I was like, when are they going to show the whole scene? <laughs> and and that's, like, that's, that's, that's one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion. I think it's a really well yeah. done scene. It looks really great. Yeah. I, the practical totally effects agree. are fucking awesome. And I feel like whoever the did the practical effects for that is definitely not the person who did the practical effects for uh, Boudreaux, I guess it was. When he went crashing right. through that wall, his... That looked like shit, dude. That, that was looks really the, the one I did like earlier oh. is whenever uh, she she scratches his face and the, the bees just come out. Oh, I, yeah, I, was, I was like, oh yeah. shit, that that made that's me kind of cringe. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that that in my opinion, that like yeah, I agree with you, man. Those are the best scenes of the flashback sequences. Yeah, and it's, it's, um, you can tell that um, people that don't read a lot of, like, Clyde Barker wrote a lot of his lines, too, that aren't the original lines from the first one. They're, they're pretty cringeworthy. They're not, they don't sound like a Clyde Barker line. They sound very, like, okay, what will Clyde Barker write here? And I'll write that. And I'll do my best to do the best I can because, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it never feels, like, true to Barker, in my opinion, at least. There's a lot. Yeah, no, of, I hear you, man. I, there's a lot in here that's not just 
yeah, it just it sounds like a, a Bobo sort of fucking Clyde Barker. It's like, yeah, I can see where you're going from, coming from, but like, it does not sound like a Clyde Barker right line. I'm sorry. Huh. Yeah, no, d- definitely, dude. Um, there's also something here too. Is I just realized that she names her daughter after Candyman's wife. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that inviting yeah. just bad juju in your and not just that, but also how did little Caroline know to do the, 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 candy the lore thing? of Candyman? I yeah. have no idea, dude. Why I mean, why would you have the, the last piece of this fucking dangly fucking whatever it is, uh, a, a fucking heart with a mirror in it? Why would you have that in your fucking daughter's room? Why would you do that? I don't yeah. get it. This would be like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have a household well, that doesn't have fucking mirrors. Sorry. We're going to just we'll figure it out. We don't need fucking mirrors in this house. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I feel like when I, when, I, when we kind of see the ending, I, I thought that that was the end, that first when they're walking off or whatever. And so you see that next part. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? It feels like I'm with producers like, hang on, hang on. If this makes money, we may, may need to make some more money. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's go and throw this shit down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I let's. Agree with y'all. It made no fucking sense, but yeah. Yeah, that, I don't understand why it was tossed in there. Do you guys want to take guesses? Because none of us have seen three. We have no idea what the plot is like or the storyline is like. Do you guys want to take guesses on how the fuck they're going to try to bring him back? All right, so spoilers. Someone's going to get a big fucking like like massive massive heating lamp and they're gonna soak all that glass back together <laughs> oh, <laughs> i have no idea that's the only thing i can think of just based on how this ending went i have no fucking clue man okay so i, I another question here um now did they did, did did slave owners um make a list of what slaves they had uh what their names were uh how many kids they had uh, back when well, yeah, I would assume. Yeah, you, you, now, you I assume. would assume it was a business, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, probably treated the same way as cattle, and they keep they keep lists and shit like that for fucking that. horrific. But yeah, yeah. so so the thing is. so so one was. of the big, my biggest problem here was that um, for some reason the pastor uh, can look through like four or five like pieces of paper and find Candyman's actual birth date and birth certificate. Yeah, out of what has probably been thousands, I, and thousands, thousands of fucking <laughs> slaves that he found it. Yeah. Like, look at, look at right here. I got it. Here he is. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, hey, hey, here's his grave only- too. You can see his grave right over here. Well, it's really <laughs> fucked up. It's like, yeah, this is the only piece of paper to survive hundreds of years of flooding in New Orleans. Right. This is the. <laughs> right. Right. There's no like like a person on a fucking ladder looking through like uh, a huge sort of sort of like uh, sort of mummy esque with Rachel Weisz looking through like several types of fucking uh, shelves and fucking uh, uh, drawers and shit. No, I'll bring you over here to this single lamp light and I'll show you a not even it's not even a stack. It's like maybe like three sir three thirds of a stack, and here is his fucking birth certificate right here. And he's in this cemetery right now. And it's like, I just, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. Sorry. Man. Who are you, fucking Sherlock? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Goddamn. <laughs> it's insane. It's incredible. Now, I believe that there were definitely, like you guys were talking about before, like, uh, it's very sad to say this, but I, I believe that uh, slaves were treated as stock and they were, they were labeled as so. But I don't think a lineage 
was their problem. I think they just said, like, probably, like, we have five slaves or five whatever. But, like, I don't think they get to a point where, like, they create an entire birth certificate with the emblems and everything in the background with him signing his own fucking name on the birth certificate. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. it doesn't make any sense. On the list, on the list of shit. A lot of this was true, though. So, yeah, I mean, like, you, you had to keep, like, it's weird how record keeping is when they make it fucking a commodity rather than a person, you know? Yeah. It's fucking right. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Seriously, right. though, it's, it was shit, it's man. Terrible. It's terrible. And also, I've got to say, too, for the, for their bloodline to be mixed like that, it doesn't look like at all. Sorry. There's not one single person that... They all look like the Aryan dream, that entire family's bloodline. <laughs> right. No, I, I thought that was Scruffy most... McGee. Sorry. Right. <laughs> well, I'm with and I'm with, and yeah. I'm with Tron, too. I, but I thought that was probably the most interesting part, the fact that they are a lineage of this character, this Candyman character. And I thought that and he was he's willing to fucking kill them and sacrifice them to bring them to a place where, it, again, a Clyde Barker place of pleasure and fucking pain. I thought that was interesting. But they ruined a lot of it with this sort of like, here's his birth certificate. Here you can find him over here. I mean, like, here's the mirror where she's captured in. It's just like, man, none of this works. Like, I, I, I'd be a lot better. I, I, I feel a lot better about it to find out whether or not you have a lineage with this with this certain person. Um uh, the Kenny, the Candyman character, and then finding out that he's trapped in a fucking his soul's trapped in a mirror. It's almost like fucking like, I don't know. It's like it's like fucking Freddy Krueger or some shit. He's trapped in a mirror at one point in the series, and they break his they they break the glass, and he's like all his souls come out of his fucking titties and shit. He's all fucked up. <laughs> but then like like but like like I feel like Candyman's a more straightforward and more serious character than and more believable right. than Freddy Krueger. Um, but, um, no, they, they, but what they basically do is turn him into a fucking Freddy Krueger character in this movie. And it's kind of embarrassing for it's what Kenny man actually sort of like stands for, in my opinion. Yeah. He yeah. was, he, he was all about vengeance. His, his love was, he was killed just for falling in love with a woman. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, and in this it. one, they retconned it into kind of, of course he was still with someone, but now they make him a slave, and, like, I don't like that kind of change right there. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand why it was done kind of for that, right, you know, right. that that purpose. But he was, like, I felt like that kind of demeaned him in the se- sequel because he was just, you know, that guy was, like, smart, a poet, you know, a writer, like, all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And they just really, 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 really fucked up that backstory in the second one, in, yeah, in my they, opinion. They hammed, they hammed it up for sure. Well, they did uh, on the, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think this critic consensus uh really spells out exactly in like one sense exactly where he says doubling down on gore while largely abandoning the subtext and wit that made the original worthwhile yeah absolutely. I, I i absolutely agree with that yeah i absolutely agree with that yeah yeah there's there's plenty of like there's plenty of like uh uh, uh what, what did Kenny man say the first one like uh from your groin to gullet there's plenty of groin to gullet fucking killing in mm-hmm. here but like like yeah. But like there needs to be a, there needs to be some strong subtext in there, and I think there was in the first movie. And this one kind of gets this one goes away gets away from that and just gets into backstory. You know what? Sometimes um, I think that sort of old school way of writing the whole the 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 not knowing as much as you know and just the fact that this thing exists is way scarier and more interesting. The fact that they explain it too much ruins it. Mm. Yeah. 
I completely agree. I mean, they they just and you don't we don't need an explanation now. We we've got no, the it's already covered. in the first movie. So why right. not just move on with the sequel with move him on. still the legend? You know, kind of moving on. I think it would just right. been the best way to kind of go about it. And that's yeah. why I was. That's why I questioned. I questioned it uh, like halfway through the movie. I'm like, I I don't think there should be a a Candyman sequel because I think the Candyman just worked great for what it was. I don't think that any sequel ever needed to be made. I mean, I know they. I guess the first one made it. I I I guess a good enough good enough amount of money to to create a sequel. Oh, dude, back but in those like, days, it made a shitload compared to its budget. Right, but like you know, but you you guys know what I mean though. It's like like that first movie. It makes sense. It's intriguing oh, enough. Yeah. It's mysterious enough to where we yeah. still question things, and it's that's what makes it scary. But then we get the, the second movie, and it's like farewell to eh. the flesh. There's no farewell to the flesh here. We're just trying to find out what the flesh is all about with all this backstory and all this shit. And I'm like, I, I mean, I didn't know any of this stuff, and then it it convolutes the fucking waters, and you know, it's like a it's like a hive of fucking bees, dude. It's like I can't get myself through it. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just swiping away, swiping away, and it's just like, oh, so he's so he's now a slave, and he just fucks some white chick and. Yeah, it just, it, it, well, it, it, and that was like him being with Wyland was still part of the original thing, but they they demeaned like his original character. He was, you know, he, like I mean. this guy yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I totally agree, man. So what was he trying to what was he trying to accomplish with Annie? Like, what was he trying to take her to? Where was like he's like, come I with never, me kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. And everything I read on that, I couldn't really find anything about that because that was my first thought. Like, where where do they go? What is this next life? What is going from I, death mean? I need, you know, like I, all this I, shit. What, what I think was that uh, the first – these writers didn't understand – they didn't really understand the first movie. They didn't talk to Clive Barker about it um, because the, the thing is, though, I don't think Clive Barker really understood what he was saying because he, he understood that, it, that the more mysterious it is, the more interesting it is. So, I mean, in Clay well, I mean, his stuff, original story is so different, too. It is, but Candyman, even in even in the story, he talks about, like, like I'll t- we need to be gone from here. We will be gone from here. But we never find out where they're going to go to. I always thought it was the afterlife. And sort of like, uh, like I said the last episode, sort of like a, um, uh, uh, sort of a, a, a recreation of yourself. You know, you, you're born, right. born in this world and you're reborn in the next world. That's, that's fun. That's interesting. I get where you're coming from. But I, I don't think these writers really understood what that meant. So they're, talking, they're just sick. Basically, they're just saying things in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what they're it not, feels like. It, nothing, none of it makes any sense because they just saw the first movie and was like, "Oh, right." So, like, let's fly away from here. Let's let's go away from here. You know, you be my victim, and every, we'll, we'll go into what? What is it? And 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 they never say it. And even though the the first movie meant it means more in the first movie, in my opinion, at least. And this one just seems like it's just copycatting it, and it's like. I agree. Well, yeah, yeah. In the first movie, he's trying to get her. What's her face to like be like to replace his wife, basically to remind him of his wife, or not wife or whatever. Like, Virginia Madison, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madison, but yeah, like that made a and lot. She, of sense. Yeah, and you know she's on a hunt for it. You know she's just into the story. She's a journalist. I get that part, and, that, and that's what makes it more kind of inviting. And once you yeah. get into the story, I, I don't understand why they just did not continue with that idea. I, you know, either you you have Helen being Helen, maybe you can call her back now, or Candyman is still there. Like I feel like, I feel like there was so, so many more interesting ways they could have gone with it than they did with this sequel. 
And the fact that they don't have Helen at all involved in this is a big problem, too, in my opinion. Other than, yeah, other than the very fucking beginning, and that's it. Right, right. But there should be some... Helen should be definitely heavily involved in this. Uh, and, and, and honestly, and Annie should be going back to Brittany Green talking to her, uh, to Helen's best friend, uh, the lady from Sons of the Lambs and shit. But they don't talk about any of that stuff. It's just yeah, like very straightforward, and it's just like it's confusing. And it, the, but I do like the idea of like the the, the teacher sort of like making the the students feel better that she says Candyman in the mirror. I like that idea, but there's a lot of problems with it too because we all we get is basically his side of the story. We all we get is Candyman's side story. And we never find out, we never really get to see the dad's side of the story. Uh, the daughter doesn't believe wait, it. Who, the dad, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, uh, who, wait, which dad? Who's, what do you mean? Her, her dad who was trying to, you know, get down to the bottom of the destroying oh, the Candyman gotcha, curse. Gotcha. And, yeah. yeah, we never, we never get to really see, besides his dead body. And, all right, another question is that if you're, if you're a detect, a seasoned detective, you think it's okay to just show some fucking random person the fucking pictures of dead bodies? That's yeah. cool of you. Like, is that cool? Yeah. Like, oh, oh shit, no, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. But like, it's it's just crazy to me. Like, like the detectives are so inept. It's insane. And that's kind of like I think it's what the story is. What it comes down to, it's it's inept and convoluted. And uh, we have a great Tony Todd being a, a again being a Classic. great actor like he always is i mean so much so where i just watched final i watched uh final destination five which is a complete piece of shit and tony todd says like <laughs> maybe like he says like maybe like i don't know 10 words and he's the best part of the whole movie so like <laughs> if he can do that out of a movie that's an hour and 40 minutes he's in this movie the whole time and i still don't feel like they actually give him the accept the sort of the the acceptance and what he what he can do like the, the, give him the free Freedom of doing it. it, it the fact is that they just told him to keep saying Annie. Annie, yeah, <laughs> Annie, Annie. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 strange. I don't know. There are some again. There's some good concepts here and there of the movie, but for the most part, I, I think agree. It, it falls I, apart. I agree. And I then it falls. It, it goes into the. It literally goes into the poltergeist ending. Like that's just like I feel like that's someone just had that idea. Fuck it. We'll have a house. We'll put some fucking bones everywhere. It'll right. be the same goddamn thing. Even though I, lo I love the daughter's uh, wallpaper at the end. It's great. The wallpaper is really cool looking. Oh, no, but I agree. It, it's sure. just like she comes in and puts her hand over her mouth and boom, end of credits. It's like, what? Like, oh. what happened? I, I agree. I agree. But I think Decent's right. That's how they're going to some. That's going to tie into <laughs> fucking three. That's going to tie into three with some bullshit. Well, that's Let's what go. they let them because honestly, the, the ending was the end. They're, they're walking off down the street all fucking hunky dory and look really <laughs> strange. But I mean, you could have just rolled credits right there as they're walking. You could have. Yeah, that, that would have been it. That would have been it. No, no, no. We're going to get fucking shows. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. So, fuck. We'll see. <laughs> Go in! I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, sh I'm, th I'm thinking Annie's daughter is probably the main character of number three. Yeah, she's going to be like 20, early 20s, I'm guessing. And it's going to be, yeah, exactly that. It's right. going to be early 20s, uh, Annie, Annie's daughter with math metal. Or not math metal, with rap metal. It's going to be rap metal. Rap metal? Rap metal. <laughs> rap metal <laughs> oh my God, right? Big truck. 
<laughs> oh no, dude! It's gonna be that. I guarantee it's, it's all gonna go bad. Oh, and I'll, and I'll guarantee <laughs> you, it's just gonna be another watered down version of the first one too. It's gonna be this exact same fucking story. Yes. Line. Well, I mean, exactly it's, it's called part two was. Yeah. The subtitle is called Day of the Dead, so it, it it more likely could possibly could take place again in New Orleans. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. So, but um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of more excited for this last one because I've never seen it. I don't think either of us or no, so none, none of us have. So that's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Weirdly enough, it's the hardest one to fucking get. It's the most. It's the hardest one to find. Uh, Day of the it's Dead. It's on Hulu. Some, I know, but like, like for a DVD or Blu-ray oh, no. or yeah, VHS, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's mm. like the hardest one to fucking find. It's crazy. I didn't even know it existed, dude. I really didn't. It, <laughs> well, <laughs> you're gonna experience I it now. I do remember seeing it, like another one, like in the in the in the video store way back in the day. But yeah, right. me too. I never me too. watched it. I never watched. It. I never cared to. I was like, what, what can you do now? I mean, Candyman one was the the best one, so I don't really. And I saw two, and I, yeah, I watched two a lot, like we did, but. Still, I just thought at my time I was like, I just don't understand what you can do with Candyman at this point. This is yeah. nothing you can do with it anymore. Shattered yeah. in glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I don't. I don't know. I. I but this is again why I, I discussed it with you guys months, months, and months ago. That I thought the Candyman trilogy was an interesting thing because it's not your conventional fucking horror trilogy. It's very strange. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree so far. I, I I can't even imagine where we're gonna go with with number three, and it's it's gonna be just a fun little fucking ride, man. For real, it is. I, I'm I'm just guessing ahead of time that we are going to be ripping this thing, but I'll give it a very fair chance. I am fucking super stoked about the new Candyman. I've I've got faith in Jordan Peele, man. I think he's gonna me do. Me too. I think I, he's gonna well, do it justice. I, I, I have faith in the female director and co-writer. I don't know about Jordan Peele. I mean, I mean, but Jordan Peele's great and all, but he's just a co- he's a co-producer. So I mean, I don't really know. Who knows? Yeah, it's we'll got pretty it. high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but only a 6.0 on IMDb. But IMDb is always kind of fucked. I, I don't know. I, who knows, man? Fuck. Yeah. But it was cool. Um, I will say um, a side note. Um, I believe that, uh, and I think Mike can, uh, will tell me right or, right or wrong on this thing if I am. But um, the, the last James Bond movie with uh, Daniel Craig is filmed by a female Japanese director. So No, uh, no he's cool. a guy. No, he's is the guy. guy. It's it's okay. it's the guy. Yeah, it's Carrie. Um, um, Fukunaga. Yeah, uh, that's not correct. I can't think of Fukunaga or so. I can't. I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, but it's, no, he 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 directed episodes of True Detective. Is it uh, okay? Because his joy, yeah. his middle name is Joy Joy. <laughs> so I'm just making sure. Okay. So it's hang on. Right. I'm gonna look it up right now. But um, yeah, I went. Carrie Joji Fukunaga. There we Fukunaga, go. Carrie okay, jo- yeah. Gary Jogo, Choji Fukunaga, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, they added his middle name in this credits as well, so I don't know. But, right on. Um, but um, I was hoping there would be a female. But anyways, um, we'll see. I I, it's, I thought it was really cool that they actually gave the the Candyman stuff to a female, and I, I think they should do that shit more often, honestly, because um, we can't have Bernard roses all the fucking time because. <laughs> Probably a dickhead. I but, uh, but the first one was the best one, so fuck. The first one's the best one. So I don't, I don't True that, dude. True that. And you got Philip Glass on the team, so who knows? But um, yeah, um, if you guys want to, um, you guys can hit up fucking uh, Voodoo and rent um, uh, Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Check it out. Uh, you guys can 
message on Facebook or whatever. I don't get on there anymore. I don't give a fuck, but you can want to do it. Go ahead, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but um, yeah, check it out. And uh, you know, it's Halloween, man. Check it out. It's, it's fun to watch or Halloween season. So yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I've been having a ball going back through these because I do. I forgot how much more I remember the second one than in the first, and I know I have no idea what's going on with the third. <laughs> so oh, I can't for wait. For me, dude. I'm pretty fucking excited, man. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Damn right. Yeah, I'm excited about the fourth, the third one. Uh, that's that's gonna be the. Uh, that that might be actually the longest episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I'm gonna be writing a fuck ton of notes for that one, dude. <laughs> the longest or the shortest, one of those two. So I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, hey, you guys, stay spooky. Be good to each other. Don't be a piece of shit. And uh, happy Halloween from all of us over here at PCP. And uh, take care of each other out there. And uh. uh be my victim. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.